Welcome to Caffeinated Living, a podcast all about Jesus, ministry, and the things that keep us going. My name is Kyle. My name is Rob. And we are back, man. Back. Episode number eight, The Ocho. The Ocho. We're excited to be here. We're excited for another episode. I hope you've been doing well, man. I have. I am excited about this episode. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. Yeah, this is going to be completely different. (laughs) So... Last week's episode was a little deep. Yeah, yeah. A little deep. And so we thought, hey, let's let's switch it up a little bit. And we asked you guys for some questions, random questions, some serious questions. Uh, thank you so much. You guys delivered on yeah. that. So if you're not if you're not following us on Instagram or Facebook, do that. Because that's where we've asked yes. for a lot of these questions. Yes. Then some of these questions, when I say they were random. <laughs> We got a few questions that they were very random. But hey, sometimes those are the best questions. They are. But some of these questions, I'm afraid I'll lose my man card if we truly answered them. But I mean, <laughs> you know, hey, that, that's what we asked for. You guys delivered. Yeah. Thank you for that. So we are going to just jump in. We got, we got 20 questions. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We're, we're just going to run through those, bounce them off each other. We'll each ask a question, but then we'll both answer that question. Yeah, and we might do another one of these episodes in the future. So if you've got questions, hold them, save them, because we hope to use them again. But I'm just going to go through the uh, first question, Rob. What What are your favorite Bible verses slash Bible accounts? It's a good question. It's a good question. All right, my favorite Bible verse. I mean, I don't want to use the word favorite, but it, this is probably one of my life verses that has really just meant a lot to me uh proverbs chapter 3 verses 5 and 6 trust in the lord with all your heart lean on your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths yeah so that that would be my favorite verse bible account that's a good one yeah I, i i mean i i had to think about this for sure because you just rattle off all the things that have happened in the bible and you're like hmm but what's so, yours? I was going to let you go first since you know yours. Well, mine, um, it's not super spiritual. I mean, there there is some application there, but it's not. It's from the Old Testament, David's mighty men. I love hearing the story and just thinking like as a kid growing up then, you probably heard this as a nighttime bed story as a kid. Like think about Jewish heritage and them repeating that. But hearing the story of David's mighty men and some of the things they did like Benaniah, being in a pit with a lion on a snowy day. I just love stuff like that. So that's probably my favorite. Yeah, that's good. Mine would probably be, and again, I don't know that it's super spiritual. I mean, but the moment Peter realized that he had betrayed Christ, mm. that, that final look as Jesus is walking, Peter hears the rooster crow, and just that, just that, moment, Mm. that glance that Jesus shares with Peter, just the guilt that must have been eating him alive. Yeah. But then later, Jesus restores Peter and just that defeated attitude, I guess, Mm. like, Jesus, I'm not worthy. Yeah. I'm not worthy. Peter's probably my favorite character. Yes, in the he's Bible, definitely mine. And I hate saying character because he was a real. He was person. a real person. He was, but, but I mean, yeah, I love uh, just the ups and downs of Peter. And I will say real quick one other thing about a Bible account. Mm-hmm. Th- this one was brought to my attention during youth camp. Okay, um, Pastor Mike, he was talking about his vision of how he portrays Samson. That, and and it, it really like. I'm going to say it shocked me to my core because it was like, whoa, that was very profound. Let hmm. me think about this for a minute. Because Samson, we've always pictured him. Yeah. Big muscles, long hair. But Mike's, Mike was talking about it, and he's like, you know, he said, this will sound really weird, but I have always pictured Samson as just a normal guy. Hmm. He said, why else? If he had huge muscles— why else would he be so impressive 
to everybody else for God to use them. Yeah. Huh. I never thought about it that way. I, yeah. It's kind of like uh, Captain America. Uh, what's his name? Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers before. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, he was like the Steve Rogers Scrawny. scrawny little guy. But I mean, it was just like, huh. oh, I mean, it's just yeah. interesting to think about. It's a different so. way to look at it. All right. Good question. Yeah. All right. Number two, when you were little, what did you want to be when you grew up? All right. I'm going to, I'm going to, what do you think I wanted to be when I grew up? Oh, man. Yeah. What do you think I wanted to be? I have no idea. Just, just throw a guess out there. I mean, it's not super profound. Think about what? it. What, a DJ? A DJ, no. <laughs> no. I actually, when I was a kid, I wanted to be a firefighter. I thought that, okay. would, that would have been the coolest thing. Now it transitioned when I was in high school. But yeah, I mean, I always wanted to be a firefighter when I was a little kid. I don't know why, but I just I thought that would have been an awesome job. Okay, at least yours is a little more heroic than mine. <laughs> mine, because I love baseball so much, Uh Del Murphy, favorite all-time player, and I wanted to be Del Murphy. I still remember second Who is grade. Del Murphy? You didn't say what sport. Baseball. I was a huge oh, baseball fan. Oh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Like, even in second grade, we had to go home. Part of our homework, we had to go home. We had to cut out something in the magazine or the paper, but we had to post our picture to it of who or what we wanted to be when we were older. Yeah. I still have my little Del Murphy. You wanted to be Del Murphy. I wanted to be Del Murphy. <laughs> baseball player. Now, you played baseball growing up. Yes. Right? You just didn't want to be a baseball player. You actually played. Yeah. Cool. cool. Yeah. Yeah. All I right, mean, number three. Where, and this is the typical interview question that you'll get <laughs> at any interview. Okay? But where do you see yourself in 10 years? 10 years, Rob. I was about to say the grave, but I'm not, I'm not quite that old. Yeah, where, where do you... I see myself in 10 years? Man. I'll tell you where I want to see myself. Okay. One, debt-free. Um, and maybe everything but house. That's kind of a hard thing yeah. to pay off. But definitely school loans. I would love to see those. <laughs> Bye-bye. Uh, yeah, that, that's all I'll say about that. Debt-free. Um, obviously my kids will be, man, my kids will be in school. Today's a hard day. My daughter started preschool. So like thinking that for 10 years from now, my daughter will be in high school is crazy to think about. Uh, but yeah, um, I don't know what else is going to change. I still see myself in the ministry. I hope to see myself a little bit thinner and physically (laughs) active, but, uh, maybe those are more hopes than actual yeah. What were you going to say? Well, two things. Okay. One, this is really weird to say mm-hmm. out loud. Thinking about now I'm getting ready to say, I'm like, maybe I shouldn't say this, but 10 years. My daughter, if she sees college as a part of her future, mm-hmm. she will be entering her senior year of college. <laughs> Ten years goes by quick, man. And the, then, yeah, in ten years, you will still not be as old as I am today. Wow. Yeah, that was one of our questions. <laughs> Somebody asked that question. What's the age difference? Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah. So, where do I see myself in ten years? Lord willing, yes, still, still in ministry. Mm. Whatever that may look like, still serving the Lord, still. Going to youth camp as a 70-year-old man, that, that would be great. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's the dream, man. Yeah. So, all right, next question. If you were not in ministry, what would you be doing? So I have a question for that question. Is this saying, like, we lose our job and then are just in society? Or does this mean, like, we had the chance to redo college over and... You know, because there's two ways of looking at that. Like, if we were just out, like, with the degree that I have in religion, that'd be hard to translate to things that I would actually want to do. So I don't know. No, I, I would take that question if we weren't in ministry. If there was anything else that we could be doing, mm-hmm. what what would that be? 
Okay. Anything we'd be doing. Um, mine would be athletic trainer. Okay. It's actually what I wanted to do most of my high school career is be an athletic trainer, whether that's on the high school level or professional. I, I mean, I would love to do that. I think that'd be cool. I can see that. What would yours be? Owning a restaurant. Okay. All right. Or a food truck right now. What What type of food? Food. What type of food? Come on, man. You got to have a vision. Not that you're just going to pick up and do it, but what? I mean, what What kind of food? Well, I mean, barbecue, obviously. Yeah. Burgers, hot dogs, pizza, chicken. Yeah. All the stuff that's not healthy for you. That That's the best kind of restaurants. I, I probably wouldn't have a very successful restaurant because all of my sides would be like hush puppies, french fries, deep fried stuff. That's, <laughs> yep, yep. I, I, I guess... For those healthy nuts, we can deep fry asparagus and be like, there you go. You get your asparagus and your deep fried. So. Yeah. Have you thought of a name for a robbed own, robbed own restaurant? I might have to save that one for, yeah, we got to save, save that one for the ne- another question. Okay. All right. That, that, that one will, will come up. All right. So, Actually, I think that's the next question. Yeah, the next question. What is the top thing on your bucket list? Now, I, I keep a bucket list in my Bible. So, like, I think about my bucket list pretty often, but what's the top thing on your bucket list? Yeah, like, my bucket list has probably changed from being a teenager to my 20s to now. And, again, there's things on my bucket list. I'd still love to go to Ireland. Mm -hmm. i still love to go to Hawaii. Still, you know... All these things like that. But right now, currently, today, my bucket list, top bucket list, is to own my own food truck. Okay. All right. That's, that is so my bucket list. So it's kind of like list. the same thing, like what would you be doing if you weren't in the ministry type of thing. Yes. All right. So have my food truck. I mean, I would take a trailer, food trailer, food truck, one of those. The name we, we already have oh, the you've na- got you've we've got, got a the name. name. All right. We, we've got the menu. We just need the food truck. <laughs> so our our name, maybe I shouldn't say this. I don't know. But our name would be the best butts in town. <laughs> so you're a barbecue. So you yes. didn't say that earlier, but barbecue is like. Well, I said barbecue, burgers, yeah, but, dogs. Yeah, but that's your main. Okay. That would be because with a food truck, you could do. Barbecue plates. Mm-hmm. You could do barbecue sandwiches. You could do barbecue tacos. Sound like nachos. Bubba Gump. <laughs> you could do shrimp crawfish. <laughs> you could do barbecue shrimp. There you go. See, yeah. you could do like there's. I don't know. That 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 that's that's my number one bucket list right now. Man, I don't even know what mine would be. Like top thing. If I don't even because I don't think of it in like an order of the highest thing. Uh, I mean, I could do like something spiritual and say my top thing would be to baptize my children one day, to okay. literally be the person to baptize my children. Um, I would love to do other than like just fun things. Like me and Emily have always talked about we want to visit every Disney park before we die. Yes. So all over the world. But yeah, the top thing, I mean, just as a dad would be to baptize my children. That would be incredible. Yes. It'd definitely be a day that um, there's more water in that baptistry because of my tears um but yeah man See, uh, okay so you 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 went there you went this whole emotional route with that one yeah i went with the whole glutton route so <laughs> you know it happens it happens um use this is going to be a hard one use one word to describe each other one word to describe each other Man, one word is a hard thing to to come up with on the spot. Um, one word, what would you say to describe me? There's a lot of words. Just one. I know, just one. I would say for you, see, I want to say like two words to add to it. I know the word. I don't know how the... I don't know how to say it. Just make up a word. (laughs) Make up a word. (laughs) Your wife's a librarian. She's like, no. Uh, My word for you, uh, and I think Mike used this word when I asked him as a roommate, trustworthy. 
Um, I feel like I can trust you with a lot of things that I, I, I bring or throw at you or ask you. So yeah, trustworthy would be probably number one. Okay. Yes, dead air there. Sorry. (laughs) No, this word, it makes sense in my head. It may not make sense when it comes out. Heartfelt. Okay. You have the biggest heart. All right. For people, for ministry, for your family. Like you go over and beyond. So heartfelt. Yeah. I appreciate that, man. You're going to make me cry. If I could have used two words for you, I was going to say go-getter. Because, and that's kind of like the same thing with you. Is like, Rob doesn't do anything with like a pinky toe in. Like, if he's doing something, it's because he's jumped all the way in. So, yeah, it's like we talked about our kickball league. He's already made a schedule. He's got T-shirts. He's got a roster. Technically, I didn't make the schedule. Schedule's been made. I just yeah. added practices. He, he made his own graphic for it, yeah. But, yeah, go-getter. If, if I could add another word, go-getter. I guess I could hyphenate that and make it one. You, yeah, hyphenate it. There you go. All right. So that was one word to describe each other, one word to describe yourself. Oh, I hate doing this. I hate describing myself. Because. Okay. If, if I have to use one word to describe myself, mm-hmm. which this will not make sense of things of what people have heard previous episodes. Mm-hmm. Procrastinator. Mm. I, work, I, don't, I don't see that with you. I work better under pressure with certain things. Okay. That may not be the best way to describe that. <laughs> because then you could probably work smarter if you didn't have a deadline. Yeah. But yeah, I'm I'm that procrastinator that to the very last moment, like it's... I don't see that with you, but I guess you know yourself better than anybody. One thing, I mean, I don't want to, you use like a negative to describe. I mean, that's, I don't know. I mean, I guess this is one thing that I would hope would be said about me at my funeral. Okay. The word gracious. Hmm. Um, Sometimes my wife says to a fault that I'm too gracious. Um, I give too much grace to people, too many chances. That's funny because we were having this discussion on the way over here after lunch. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was just said, you are a better person than me because yeah. of that experience. So see, that, that gets that me in trouble you. sometimes. That yeah. fits you. Yeah. Sometimes I give people too many chances, but sometimes that. Yet, sadly, I could probably think of one words, more negative one words that would describe me better than I can think of positive one words that would describe me. <laughs> I don't see the procrastinator in you, but. It's there. All right. it, it, it's there. It's All right, there. I'm interested to hear this answer. How many ounces of coffee do you drink a day, Rob? Okay. Let's do the math. <laughs> okay. This is bad if you got to do the math. How many ounces are in a cup? I don't 12. know. Okay. 12 ounces in yeah. a cup. I make a six-cup pot of coffee in the morning. <laughs> you drink the whole thing? Yeah. Um, That's not including coffee if I have later in the day and the evening. So <laughs> I would easily say six to seven cups a day. Oh my goodness, dude. I would love to see your caffeine levels. Yeah. I think it's numb. <laughs> no, no, seriously, because I can drink a cup of coffee before I go to bed at night. Yeah. And it really, it doesn't affect me anymore. No, it does me. My heart is going like boom, 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 boom. See, I know people that drink a cup of coffee when they get done mowing the grass. Like just random times they'll drink coffee. I think older people, like we both work in churches, like we, whenever our church has a get together or a meal, they'll drink it at the most random times, like Coffee for lunch is a weird concept to me. Mm -hmm. I love coffee, but to me, it's like a morning thing. And if it's an evening thing, like it's got to be a special type of coffee, like a dessert coffee. But I mean, I like a cup of coffee in the evening sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. This might be an unpopular opinion, but I I like tea in the evening. I know we're caffeinated. That tea is caffeinated. So no shame for tea drinkers here. Well, unless you get 
the decaf part of that tea, but yes. Yeah. Um, so, for right. me, it would be how many ounces are in like a standard Yeti cup? Because that's how much I drink every day. Just pour one cup. 16 what are, ounces? What are 18? those? Like 12, 14 ounces? It's probably like 16. Something like that. Because 16 yeah. is like a regular water bottle. So let's say 16 ounces. <laughs> that's a funny question. Uh, so yours is more like liters. My, my, mine is pretty much too much. <laughs> Gallon too of much. coffee. <laughs> I probably pay for that one day, but you know it's yeah. okay. So yes, that that was a very odd question, but we are caffeinated living, so I guess they do want to know that yeah. one. So all right, what are your middle names? Mm. Okay, not many people know my middle name. Not many people. Mine is Grayson. Yeah. So, so is that where you get? part of Gracie's name. Did that come together? I won't say, I won't, yes, I won't say that's where her name came from. Right, but, but some... The, the idea was we had two names picked out, mm -hmm. boy and girl. Mm -hmm. Obviously with the boy carrying on the name Grayson because Grayson is my dad's middle name. It was my grandpa's middle name. Cool. So trying to so find a way to carry that on. So then we were just like, what about Gracie? And we're like, oh, yeah, that just sounds like... so. Cool. Which is... Yeah, so... Yeah. Mine is Esten. It's probably a name you've never heard before if, you've, if you're listening to this, but it's also a family name. My great-grandfather's name was Esten Apollonia Lloyd. Yeah, Esten Apollonia, so... Um, if people have been around you and Emily, mm -hmm. they know your middle name. Yeah. I get my middle name pretty often from Emily. Uh, yeah. Kyle Aston. Yep, I get it. When I graduated, though, everybody pronounces it like the Spanish form, Eston. So uh, whenever this really pale white guy comes walking across the stage, you're like, not what I picture, but... <laughs> It's okay. All right. What is your... This is the funny one. This is what Rob was talking about, man card. Yeah. Why I, they want to know this, I don't know. I don't even know if I can answer this question. We're going to try. Okay. What is your favorite flower? Now, if somebody asked me my favorite tree, I could answer. It's a little bit more manly. But what is your favorite flower? Yeah. I'm going to... Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to use this one. We need I, to do a flower draft. Draft our favorite flowers. I, I will say my favorite flower. Don't take mine. I'm just going to say sunflower. Okay. That's a good flower. Listen to us just discussing flowers. Uh, and I don't even know if I pronounce mine right, but poinsettia. Okay. I love yeah. a poinsettia or poinsettia. I don't know how you pronounce it, but. Depends on where you're from. It, but it reminds me of Christmas. I'm pretty sure it's a flower. Uh, I'm going to count it as one, if it, not. If it's not, I'm sure the person that gave us that question will quickly tell us that that's not a flower. <laughs> yeah, that's my favorite flower. So sunflower, poinsettias, poinsettia. So there you go. We, we, know, we know flowers. We do. We're moving up in the world. <laughs> so, all right. Biggest failure or hardest experience in ministry and what did you learn from it? Hmm. That's a loaded question. Yeah. That's a tough question. That's like a whole episode question. Yeah. I mean, that, that really could be to biggest failure or hardest experience in ministry, and what did you learn from it? Yeah. I'm going to be very gracious with my answer. Okay. <laughs> but um, I've had some pretty bad experiences with parents before. Um. I'm I'm not a fan when people accuse my integrity. Um, sometimes my reactions aren't the best. Um, but when someone accuses my integrity of something that I know is not the case, um, I'm going to be honest and upfront and um, just let people know. And I've had an experience before with a parent, and I'm not going to say the church or the person or anything, or even the experience for that matter, but I have learned the most from how I handled that experience with that parent. Because in that time, I realized that I tried to cater to that child more mm -hmm. than ever because of what happened, which isn't healthy. It wasn't right. healthy for our group. Um, and I tried to impress this parent with how I reacted to them. So I've learned a lot from that situation and I'm still learning from that situation. 
um, but not giving the actual hard experience. It was very difficult. Mm -hmm. Okay. Biggest failure, hardest experience. Yeah. That's a lot to soak in for 20 plus years. My secretary would be, say turning in receipts. That's, yeah, that, my, our, our treasurer would say that easily. Uh, I, I miss like 12 receipts every month. So. Man, like there, there's a few thoughts that automatically come to my mind with mm -hmm. that. But to say which one was, and I'm not going to say my biggest failure. I'm going to say my hardest experience. Yeah, yeah. Um, probably realizing... Uh, one of the first churches I was at, out of, out of school, being there for two and a half years, learning how to deal with adversity um, in the midst of knowing that you were called to the ministry hmm. and realizing that not everything was in a perfect world like I had planned yeah, in my head. what you thought it was going to be like. Yeah. And realizing that I was letting myself down hmm. because people were being disappointed in whether or not it was youth attendance or whether or not it was performance, whatever. Yeah. yeah. But learning how to deal with those, those, those struggles right. through that. So hmm. good question. Hard questions. Those are hard to yeah, answer sometimes. To Very vulnerable. So to that, what this is the deepest question we probably got. All right, and I'm going to let you answer this because I don't even know how. But what are ways <laughs> to deal with the unexpected, and how to accept what has already happened? So, what are ways to deal with the unexpected, and what are ways that we can accept what has happened? Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, <laughs> that, that's the Sunday school answer, right? No, I mean, what are ways to deal with the unexpected? From a believer's standpoint, mm -hmm. it, it, it's knowing that God is ultimately in control. We know that. We don't always like the situation. We don't always like the outcome. Right. But that's what we fall back on. That That's, that's what our hope is based on. Mm. So... As, as far as a believer goes, my, my the way I deal with those things is running to Jesus. Yeah. Running to the cross. And then in accepting what has happened, I think that from what I've realized, and, and everybody's different. We all mature physically different. We mature spiritually different. And I guess for me, realizing that God is sovereign. Mm-hmm knowing what sovereign looks like mm. and how that has played out in my life, just knowing that I can trust in the Lord with all my heart, that I don't, I don't have to accept it. I just know that mm. God's in control. That's good. That God's got me. Yeah. That's a good, I mean, that's a good way to look at it. We don't have to accept it. Because sometimes I feel like when we accept things, we just lay down and just let it take over. Yeah. So, yeah, that's good. So how would you answer that? Same. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I think you worded it perfectly. We as Christians are to keep on and realize that nothing was promised to us to be yeah. rainbows and sunshine and beauty like Sometimes bad days are going to happen. Right. And sometimes the bad days might be more prevalent than the good days. But we have to learn to deal with it by knowing that someone else is in control. And sometimes through those bad times, those bad moments become the diamond in the rough, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's who we're running to and who we're leaning on that gets us through those situations that we realize, hey, it's not about me. Yeah. Mm. Sovereignty. So, good word. Good question. And then we go to a question. It's not so deep. <laughs> I, know, I know you typed these up ahead of time. 
this just sounds, I'm just going to call it out. This sounds like it's come from one of mine. Yeah. I don't know if it is or not. Don't tell me. We're not going to say okay. who it is. It's from one of yours. <laughs> is a glass half full or empty based on what's in the glass? It's the same thing. It's the same thing. But yeah, I, but, technically it's a glass with something in it, so yeah. it's the same thing. It's, but uh, I guess it's, uh, it comes back to kind of our last question. Sometimes things are all about perspective. How do you want to look at it? Do you want to look at it half full, which is great, or or half empty, like oh, why don't I have the other part of this? Well, it, also it depends which way do I want to look at that glass. Uh huh. Do I want to look at that glass from an angle where it looks like it's full, or do I want to look at that glass hovering over? It? Where you see straight down to the bottom and you can't see the content on the inside of it. Depends, Boom. Depends on how, you know. Listen to you. <laughs> Just preached a sermon with that question. <laughs> All right. So when did you guys meet? And we kind of answered a little bit of this, but didn't give like the full story. But when did when did we meet? Oh, where we met was Lifeway. Yeah. So his dad worked with me at Lifeway when I was in college. If you don't know what Lifeway is, it's a Christian bookstore. It used to be global, or national at least, and then they shut all their retail stores down, and now they're all online. But I worked with his dad for uh, a long time, about almost nine years. And Rob would come into that store probably weekly, and we just hit Daily. it off. He was a youth pastor. I was part-time youth pastor. And uh, we would just bounce ideas. We started realizing how similar we were. And then we figured out our churches were pretty close to each other. Actually, I think we, how we started talking. Uh-huh. Oh, because yeah. Wes, Wesley was working there. Who's my former pastor. But Wesley went to Liberty. Mm-hmm. There was also some other people that were working at Lifeway at this time that had gone to Liberty. Mm-hmm. And so you were going. You were still at Liberty at the time. Yeah, I was. I would work there on Saturdays, and I would come home. And so, just kind of that interaction mm-hmm. of talking about that. But then I think we we became closer, definitely, after you graduated, and then you accepted a position at yeah. your first church. Yeah. And then we just started. Hey, let's. You that's know, right. We started yeah. doing some things together. It um, was before I graduated. Yeah, that's crazy. I was a youngin in college. A youngin. You're still a youngin. That's okay. So yeah. I don't feel that way. Seven years ago. Yeah. Wow. Because Gracie was almost three. Yeah. Yeah. He used to bring Gracie in and she would go to the veggie tales or go to the kids area. It's crazy seeing her grow up. Next so, question. Next question. This one I think we've hit a little bit on but we'll, we can favorite coffee brand and type hmm. currently uh, two favorites that I'm drinking right now is just Death Wish coffee and Bones coffee mm-hmm. so th- those are two coffee yeah. companies that I name dropped if they want to give us a sponsor where I'll be more than happy to uh, be the yeah. coffee taster of the month for them. Um, no, just really strong coffee. Mm-hmm. Mine, uh, and I've said that before, is uh, Expedition Roasters Coffee. Mm-hmm. Uh, you guys know we're huge Disney fans, and they've got Disney-themed coffees. Um, I love the toasted coconut. I don't. I think it's called Fortune and Glory. And then um, also brand brand would be Joffrey's Coffee. It's awesome. Also, they're, they're part of Disney as well. But favorite type of coffee? Like if you were to go to a uh, just a, a regular coffee place, what what are you ordering? Not like not hot or ice because we'll talk about that in a little bit. But what would be your favorite thing to order? Pumpkin spice latte. Yeah. It's pumpkin spice latte season now, isn't it, right? Starbucks has it. I don't know. I yeah. haven't, haven't got it yet. So. I think they do. My wife always laughs because Dunkin' Donuts always gets it like the week before Starbucks. And she's like, yeah. So she's she's all over PSL season. So, okay. Quick, quick poll. Mm-hmm. If you're listening, 
I know we've, we've, we've gone several minutes answering these questions, but if you're listening, give, give us a response to this. Mm-hmm. Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks? Yeah. Which one's your go-to coffee? And I know we've got Canadian listeners. We want to try Tim Hortons. I don't know. Have you ever had Tim Hortons? I have not. Yeah. What's yours? Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks? Starbucks. Yeah, I'm a Dunkin' person. I like Starbucks better. But I just don't like just their black drip coffees at Starbucks. It's overpriced and Well, here's the thing. Bitter. If, if they give us a response, Dunkin' Donuts or Starbucks, which, which one's your go-to? We'll put your names in a drawing. There you go. We'll send you a gift card of your choice to whichever one you like. Yeah. Especially if you leave it in the form of a review and put your name at the end. (laughs) So that is from Caffeinated Living. You will receive your gift card, but you have to leave a comment. You, you, You can't send us a message. It has to be... Comment somewhere on one of our posts or... Instagram, Facebook. Put it in a review. I mean... Yeah, we'll do that. We'll do that. We'll put them in a drawing, but make sure your name's attached to it. Yes. But you said pumpkin spice latte. Um, More places have started doing this, but when they do it, I always get it. The nitro cold brew. Yes. I love the nitro because I do drink it black, but when it comes out of that, I mean, it's a keg. It comes out of a tab. It's foamy and rich and awesome. I love it. So yeah, cold brew, nitro cold brew for sure. What's the next question? Next question. Oh, yeah. This is a good one. So, okay. For time's sake, I'm going to combine the next two questions. Okay. Uh, I think we can answer both of them. So, when did it become clear that God wanted y'all to be ministers? Hmm. And then how did y'all know ministry was what God was calling you to do? And did you try to avoid it? So, that's a lot for one question. I, I understand. Uh, when did it come clear that God wanted y'all to be ministers? Uh, mine was sophomore year of college. Yeah. Wanted to be a music major, but God was slowly, I don't want to say decreasing the love of that, but that that passion and that love that, that I burned for was slowly going away, uh, just realizing that, God wants me to be in ministry. Yeah. Regardless of whether I wanted to be there or not, that's that's where God was calling me, leading me to, and it was just me accepting that to say, God, my life is yours. Yeah. Here's a blank check. I'm I want to go and do and serve you wherever, whatever that looks like. Yeah. Did you avoid it? At first. But there's been no regret since. No. Yeah. No regret since. Mine would be a junior in high school. I started feeling that call or that urge. And I guess over time, it just was reaffirmed in actually getting experience in ministry of either interning or helping lead a small group or teaching a Sunday school, just whatever. But did I run from that decision? I wouldn't say that I just tried to literally run. But I knew that the only ministry school I was applying to was Liberty. So I I did apply to all these other schools. And I I probably, if I would have gotten into them, maybe I would have run. But I didn't. Like I, I would have went the route of athletic trainer. So I didn't really just try to run from it. And it was this. It was a selfish realization because I knew Going into ministry, I wasn't going to be wealthy. And that was selfish. It wasn't even, oh, I'm scared God is going to send me to Africa or whatever. It was like, I'm just not going to make a lot of money. So it was a selfish thing like, maybe I should choose a career where I am going to make a lot of money. And guess what? Till this day, I've never not needed for anything. God has provided. And... uh I'll say this, if you're listening to this episode and maybe maybe you ask this question, this is something that you are wrestling with. How do I know? Uh, when is the timing of this? How does that work? Um, you won't know until you try it. Right. Um, you said that your life was a blank check, but also if you feel like God is pulling you in this direction, talk to your pastor. Talk to your youth pastor. Ask them for advice. And then if they've already given you advice, ask them 
to have some ownership in that. Like, can I try this? Can I teach a class? Or can I help you set up chairs? Whatever it is, get involved in ministry any way that you can. Like if you wanted to be a mechanic, the first thing you should go do is learn how to change oil, right? right. Same thing. You want to be involved in ministry? You do everything that entails with ministry, and you give it a shot. You try it out. Yeah, especially going to your pastor, youth pastor, because your church can have multiple ways of you to serve. Mm -hmm. I think that's the mindset we need to be careful of. God will call you to ministry. That will entail a whole list of things that you hadn't even thought about yet. Yeah. But every one of them has been worth it. Mm. And I, I would say this just quickly before we move on. The last part of that question, and did you try to avoid it? Mm. I think if you're asking that question right now, you're trying to avoid it. You're trying to avoid it. I think that's a way of saying, I think the Lord's speaking to you. So you realize you're trying to avoid it. And I think Jump in. the things that I wrestled with, with thinking, am I going to, am I going to be ready? Like thinking, is this, because you put things in your mind like morally I have to be held to a higher standard, biblical knowledge I have to be held to a higher standard. So those are things that I know I wrestled with and things mm -hmm. that I was like, am I really ready for this? Well, be a blank check. Give it to God. Let's combine 18 and 20. Let's combine those two questions into one. Okay. All right. So the most embarrassing or funny moment in your time in ministry. Embarrassing or funny moment. Man. I don't know what my most embarrassing. I like I What about funny? I mean funny. I guess this might be embarrassing to say this. I'm gonna say my funniest moment so far has just been recently when you realize that your students can speak to the camp pastor <laughs> about doing number two. That's not something to be proud of. <laughs> That's not something to be proud of. And the fact that he enjoys the conversation with them. <laughs> <laughs> that is youth ministry. So I don't know if that could be combined into both. Most embarrassing and funniest. I don't know. I want you to think on that question because I know there's probably something more embarrassing or funny. You can share it later. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm honestly going to have to get back that. on that one. Yeah. Mine would be um, my sophomore year in college. I was interning at my home church, and we got to run Bible school. And uh, me and my friend were interning at the church, and we got to run Bible school. Well, we came up with this crazy game idea where we were going to have a soda-chugging challenge, okay? So a typical bottle of soda is two liters, right? So we were going to put a team together, and each team would have three people Super long straws were coming out of the two liter. First team to chug it wins. Well, we decide to go all out. We go to Dollar Tree. They sell three liters. Okay? So we get the three liters and we get we don't get Sprite or just the 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 normal color sodas. We get strawberry soda, orange soda, and grape soda. So we had that brilliant idea to choose three liters. Then we had the brilliant idea to choose the colorful ones. And then we gave teenagers the opportunity to chug it as fast as we can. Well, we put these teams together. One kid who is a visitor of the church takes the three liter and says, no, my team's not going fast enough, and chugs half of the bottle, a liter and a half <laughs> by himself. And he is like, gut is slushing everywhere. I mean, he is, he looks sick. Here's the other part where we messed up. You know what he won? What that team won for that challenge? Candy. So what does the kid do? <laughs> he goes back to the back, starts eating all this candy. All of a sudden, blah, he starts 
spraying like the exorcist. <laughs> like and vomit, we just lost people. <laughs> vomit and spray everywhere. It was in my youth leader's purses. <laughs> it ruined several Bibles. It was on the ceiling. So yeah, I I'll never do that game again, but it was terrible, man. I'm still scarred. And every time I walk into Dollar Tree and I see those sodas, I'm like, those things are a bomb. Are are you saying that's your funniest or is that most embarrassing? Both. Or would that that be one of your most disgusting moments in ministry? No, that is the funniest, most embarrassing. It is everything wrapped into one. Yeah, (laughs) it was, uh, it was interesting. But it was a brilliant idea. Okay. Yeah, I, I will definitely get back to everybody on the most embarrassing. I, I, I mean, we've got 20 years. i got to think on that one. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. There's no way the poop talk. No, that's just the funniest at the moment. But there's no way. you got to have something are you, funny. Are you telling me that you have ever gone to a youth camp? Yeah, their middle where, schoolers do that every day. Not where they sit with the camp speaker and talk about their bowel movement. <laughs> that is not normal. <laughs> So we've covered vomit. We've covered number two. What else do you want to talk about? Really? <laughs> Last I mean, question. Well, and I can say other moments funny in ministry. Just if you don't know anything about me, I think one of my calling cards, so to speak, when it comes to games, you know it's going to be messy and it's going to involve food. Yeah. Or it's really gross. Well, if it involves food and messy, it's probably going to be gross. Yeah. So there's a ton of stories that we could share just just on that alone. And we talked about games. doing a games episode in the days ahead. So yeah. yeah. So maybe may we do we could do that one because then I could do the most disgusting moment in ministry that involved two students that threw a, a skit. Oh, okay. So that that would be interesting later on. All right. So but then no, our last question is, ice coffee or hot coffee? Mm-hmm. Um, I guess it depends on the day, but typically I'm going to go hot all, yeah. the, all the way. When we did this with Mike, when I asked him that question, I said hot coffee. But then I think about it like I get sick of hot coffee after a certain period of time. There's more days where I'm like, no, I'll take a, an iced coffee or something, some form of iced coffee rather than hot. So I'm going to say ice. So Okay. But not frappuccino. Not frappuccino. Glorified milkshake. Doesn't count as coffee. Might as well go to Dairy Queen or somewhere like that. That is not real coffee. I don't care who you are. All right. If you sell it in a bottle at a gas station, which they do, doesn't count as real coffee. I don't care what the the caffeine content is. There you go. It's not real coffee. It's not real coffee. There you go. So, all right. Thank you guys so much for those questions. Yeah. Um, I don't know if we did justice for them answering for them. Hopefully you can take some of the our, our responses and some of the information and it will stick with you. And then, so those were good questions. Thank you guys so much again for that. Uh, we're going to take a quick break and then we'll be right back. We're, we are going to do a Pixar movie ranking. Ranking. We're going to rank our top Pixar movies. Yeah. So this will be interesting. This Kyle's top ten will probably be like on my bomb ten, and my bomb ten will be like, or his bomb. Like, yeah, you get it. Just so switch. Yeah, we'll, we'll be, be right back. back. Pixar movies are something that brings joy, laughter, even tears are some of the saddest movies that Disney has ever made. But we all can agree that Pixar movies are incredible. Yes. We we both love them. We're huge Disney nerds, Disney fans. So we're going to try now to to rank our favorite Pixar movies. We're just going to do a top 10. How many many Pixar movies are there, Rob? There are 22. 22 currently. Uh, I think there's a new one coming out. Uh, yeah, I think it was Soul po- or something. Soul. It was supposed to come out, but I think they've moved it back. But yep, it'll be soon soon to be 23. Yeah, so we're just going to do our top 10. We're going to go from not worse, but our 10th to number one. And we're just going to go back to back and see what each other says. But we can all agree 
that there maybe isn't some Pixar movies that are our favorite. So I want to know what is your least favorite Pixar movie in the entire uh, franchise? The Good Dinosaur. The Good Dinosaur. Okay, yeah. That's definitely down there, if not one of the worst in my list. That may be the dumbest Pixar movie. <laughs> I'm just going to say. Yeah, I don't know what they were thinking with that one. Yeah. Like, it's got, the, it's got the, a really sad part in the beginning. I, I just... Yeah. So, yeah. If, if I do not mean to offend you, but this, again, that's just... no. My worst pick is going to offend a lot of people. And it might be on your top ten list. I can't stand this part of the franchise. Incredibles. Oh. I cannot stand those movies. I'm not a fan at all. But the first Incredible is not good, in my opinion. Uh, so, yeah, that's my least favorite Pixar movie. Okay. That's... I could have possibly put Incredibles 2 as one of my worst movies. Yeah. It's but, not good either. But, but animation-wise, it's amazing. Th- there are certain parts of that movie that I do enjoy. Yeah. So I, I could, I'm, I'm thinking about the good dinosaur. I'm like, yeah, it's got to go down there. <laughs> so, all right. Number 10. Number 10. You want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. All right. Toy Story 3. Toy Story 3. Man, if that's that low on your list, wow. I can't wait to see the rest of it. Because, because you're going to laugh at the, the, the farther progression. up. Yeah, the progression. You're, you're going to laugh about it, but it's okay. Uh, I actually love this movie, and I didn't like it when it first came out. My number 10 is Ratatouille. Ratatouille. I love Ratatouille. I love the music. Uh, the soundtrack is so fun. And there's a new ride coming out to Disney World I'm excited about. And a new restaurant. Yeah. Actually, the restaurant may be there. Maybe. It's at Epcot. Yeah. So okay, yeah, I like Ratatouille. It's it's not it's not my top ten, but I like it. All right, it's not. Yeah. I know some people that absolutely can't stand that movie. Yeah. So all right, number nine. Wally. Wally. I love Wally. There again, another one of those that I did not like when it first came out, but man, now as an adult, I'm like, this is so good. Like and it it explains our world perfectly. It does the laziness and yeah. That's all I'll say. Yeah, I mean it. It yeah. I love Wally. Okay, so my number nine. What what is the Incredibles? Okay, all right. The original. Who's your favorite Incredible? Jack Jack. Yeah, Jack Jack is cool. Come on, Frozone. Frozone. I guess he's not technically an Incredible, but yeah. Yeah, you got so okay. Number eight. Number eight, this one I'm, I'm this one's probably lower on my list, and it might be higher up on yours. I don't know. All I'm right. just gonna take a step. But Brave. Yeah, yeah, Brave is good. Uh, Merida's my favorite Disney princess. I think she's a beast. I mean, she is awesome. I love Merida. I love her accent. That's a good movie. Another though, great soundtrack. Even though she is the only princess outside of the Disney film collection. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's true. Yeah, because they do that part in uh, uh, Wreck-It Ralph or Ralph Breaks the Internet. She's from the other side. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, my number eight is my wife's favorite, Up. Um, also, the I saddest. I mean, man, the beginning of that movie will just rip your heart yes. to pieces. But great, great movie. I love Up. Yes. All right, number seven. Number seven. My number seven uh, I wanted to put this higher. I just couldn't justify it. Finding Nemo. I love Finding Nemo. Uh, I love the turtles. I love Crush and Squirt. Yeah, I love Nemo. Okay, don't think I'm cold and heartless, but it's not even in my top ten. Oh, man. What about Finding Dory? Is she in there? Nope. I love Finding Dory, too. No. So, my number seven. and I wanted to put it higher. I did, but I, there, there's... I don't know, but Onward. Yeah. I love that movie. Oh, gosh. That There's so much movie that can be said about Onward. Absolutely amazing. Yeah, and it didn't get what it deserved because no. it was during quarantine. They had released it on Disney+, Plus, which went well. But, man, that movie. <laughs> it's, it's perfect, in my opinion. It is perfect. Yes. If you, if you have not seen that movie, that is one movie I would recommend. Anybody would love that. Not just kids, like adults or anybody that doesn't like Disney 
would love that movie. So, my number six, Monsters, Inc. Okay. All right. You gotta love Kitty. Kitty! (laughs) Boo, Kitty. So, Monsters, Inc.'s my number six. Mine's actually Monsters University. Okay. I like that one better than the first one. I just think it's a cool story. Love the college uh, atmosphere of that movie. And uh, the scare games are awesome. Yes, yes. (laughs) Number five. Number five, Coco. Coco. Mama Coco. Yeah, I love Man, another great soundtrack. My daughter's favorite Pixar movie is Coco. Um, I didn't, I learned a lot about Spanish culture through that movie. The Day of the Dead and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah it's cool. My number five is Brave. Uh, I'm not okay. going to say more on it. Uh, again, she's my favorite Disney princess. Great soundtrack again. Love the Scottish accents. Number four. Number four is this one probably won't be on a lot of people's radar. Okay. But the creativity behind it is the end of a saga. Hmm. Cars three. Wow. Really? Dude. Why do you like that movie so much? Oh my Gosh, how can you not? Oh, it would probably be in my bottom five. Really? Yeah. I mean, he goes to his roots. Is that the one with Cruz Ramirez? Yes. Okay. It's better than Cars 2. Better than Cars 2? It better not be in your top. No. Okay. No, it's not. It's not. Uh, And and Cars 3 is the only one in the top 10 of the Cars franchise for me. Yeah. My top 10. Um. No, I just love how it ends. Yeah. It does end it, really well. He he does... I don't want to spoil it for anybody if you've never seen it. You should. But he does Doc justice. Yeah. I mean, he goes to Doc's roots where he started out. North Carolina, baby. Woohoo! Mm-hmm. And then, come on. The school bus. <laughs> I Come forgot on. about that. Part. Come on. Yeah. So, yes. That is four. a good scene. You're talking about the demolition derby <laughs> scene? Oh, my goodness. Yeah. That is a good scene. Okay. All right. I won't right. dog you so much. What number are we on? Number four. My number four is Coco. Coco. Okay. Oh, my goodness. Visually, I don't think there's a better Pixar movie. It just looks incredible. So, number three Toy Story. All right. Toy Story, the first one? Yes. The, the first Pixar, right? This first Pixar movie. First Pixar. Uh, mine is Toy Story 3. Okay. <laughs> Toy Story 3 at 3. Also, why does Pixar do that? Why do they just rip your heart out? Again, spoiler alert, turn it off if you've never seen it. <laughs> they're sitting in the furnace, and I, I think they're all going to melt they're and die. Like they're all holding grabbing hands. Grabbing hands, going down. Pixar, you just pulled our hearts out like... Why? <laughs> but yeah, good movie. Toy Story, the whole franchise, awesome. All right. So what's your second one? So what was your number three? Toy Story 3. Okay, so Toy Story, Toy Story 3. Yeah. So number two, Up. Up. Okay, so you had that higher than I expected. That's way up on my list. Really? See, I didn't even think that would make your top ten. Oh my, man, that movie like rips your heart out. Yeah. All the way through. <laughs> then, like, he loses his house and you realize it's like. Like, I, I mean, it's, oh, it's so good. You are Carl. <laughs> you are Carl. You are him. That is. Come on, because I'm a grouchy old man. <laughs> sometimes, yeah, sometimes. I'm just kidding. All right, you're number two. Toy Story 2. I didn't promise I didn't do that on purpose. <laughs> But I love that movie. I love when they introduce Jesse and mm-hmm. all of the Roundup crew, uh, Bullseye. I don't know. I guess it's just because I just grew up playing the video games of that movie. I love that movie. Uh, yeah. Jesse is so underrated in Pixar universe. Yes. I think she's awesome. Yes. So, all right. Number one. Brings us to our number one. Hold on. Let me try to guess yours. Okay. We didn't, we didn't show these lists before. All right, your number one. You already said Toy Story. You already. Oh man. Oh. Is it a dark horse pick, or is it pretty well liked? Oh no. 
I, uh, here's my guess. I think it would be a middle of the ground movie for okay. a lot of people. Then here's my guess: Bugs Life. Oh no! Really? Good movie. Good movie. Didn't make my top ten. That would have been okay if we if we went twenty two to mm-hmm. number one. Mm-hmm. Twenty two good dinosaur. Twenty one cars two. <laughs> twenty a bug's life. Wow! Really? Yeah. It's probably right in the middle for me. It's no my number one, Inside Out. Mmm. Good movie. Also very sad at points. But, but I think that movie has a parent. Oh yeah. That is what plays on that movie. Yeah. I mean, it's not so much the the emotions that go on in your head. Mm-hmm. I love that part of it. But I love watching Riley grow up. I've always said that Riley actually looks like Gracie. <laughs> and I've acts said like that. Gracie sometimes. And acts like her, yeah. So Especially the one scene. Well, I better not say that. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, it's just a really good movie. It, and then at the end of the movie, it just gives you a perfect shot of middle school boys. Yep. Yep. I, so I, I just, I relate to that movie. That's Yeah. That's my number one. That's a good one. That's but there's, one. A, there's a lot of people that don't like that movie because they think it's... Another one a, that I've cried in. I wouldn't say they would think they think it's dumb. Yeah. They just don't see the part of the, the emotions in your head yeah. type thing. So, But that's my number one. So you're number one. What do you think it is? It is not going to be expected. Hmm. It did make your top ten list. It is newer. I know. I would almost say you're number one. That's what I was thinking earlier. Yeah. I would think Onward would be your number one. It is. Yeah. I love that movie. Onward is without a doubt my favorite movie. I love the story. I love the characters. I I can relate to the whole father losing his father at a young age part. So I think that drew me in there. Another movie that I cried like a baby when I first watched it. And then the brother, too. And then the brother. Chris Pratt is in that movie, and I have a huge man crush on Chris Pratt. I love that dude, and he's a believer, quote-unquote. I, I would hope so. I don't want to believe everything's on Google. I love that movie. And, I, and here's another reason I think I love that movie. It was at the beginning of quarantine. And I had an opportunity to just spend time with my family, mm-hmm. not in a theater like I normally would with these movies. And that's special to me. Like, I will never forget when we first watched Onward on Disney+. Yep. Plus. So, I don't know. Love that movie. Yeah, it's a, it's a good Both movie. Both of our picks are really good, but I don't think people would put them as their number one. So, I would say they would pick Onward before they'd pick Inside Out. Yeah. But not a lot of people have seen either of those two, so... So what would be your honorable mention that honorable didn't mention, crack your top 10? It just has to be Toy Story, the first one. Yeah, my, I mean, mine was Monsters University. Okay, yeah. So it just cracked, or just missed being in the top 10 for me. So Okay, real quick. All right. Re- read off your top 10. My top 10. Uh, first is Onward. Second is uh, Toy Story 2. Three is Toy Story 3. Uh, number four is Coco. Uh, number five is Brave. Uh, number six is Monsters University. Number seven, Finding Nemo. Number eight, Up. Nine, Wally. Ten, Ratatouille. Okay. So mine was number one was Inside Out. Mm-hmm. Two, Up. Mm-hmm. Three, Toy Story. Four, Cars Three. Five, pick. Coco. Six, Monsters Inc. Seven, Onward. Eight, Brave. Nine, The Incredibles. 10, Toy Story 3. What was your biggest surprise of me? Yours was Cars 3. How what? high you put that movie. And that it's even in your top 10, but I respect I the pick. I actually I love Cars 3. Thinking about it, I like it more than I thought I did. But are you surprised by any of my picks? No. All right. No, knowing you. Yeah. No. All right. Knowing we you know, know each other pretty well. I mean. So what do you guys think? What is the best Pixar movie of all time it's interesting because so many people have grown up in different generations so many people have just seen the newer ones and not seen the older ones best pixar movie of all time let us know 
I have a student. All right. They hate the Toy Story movies. Wow. It creeps them out. Wow. I, I know. Because toys talk. They just don't yes. like that. It creeps wow. them out. Wow. They need help. <laughs> Thank you. You right. heard it. You need Jesus, and you need help. Those movies, except for the fourth one, are pretty much perfect. They're good. They're good. So, yes, be Another sure. Another episode down. Don't forget, comment, Dunkin' Donuts, Starbucks. Leave a review, send a comment. Messages don't count. You can't text us your answer. Nope. Let us know. We're going to put the, we're going to take your names, put them in a drawing, and we will send you your gift card of whichever one it is you choose. Yeah, we want to know. So, all right, guys. Thanks for listening again. Thanks for the questions. Until next time. Keep it caffeinated, friends. <laughs>